I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All By The Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we have a special guest, Vicky. Hi, everyone. Excited to be here. Vicky is our Downton Abbey London correspondent. Um, and she has, she, we have we have her again on uh, this episode and she'll be in the next episode. So uh, stay tuned for that one coming up in two weeks as well. Um, we have a jam-packed episode today. There is a <laughs> lot of shit that goes down. That's an understatement, man. That's, that's a crazy, this is a crazy episode. <laughs> couldn't even believe it me neither i was um it's <laughs> yeah so suspenseful yeah it's it's basically the season finale because after this then we have a christmas special so i think there was some time between episode eight and episode nine the christmas special so they needed to wrap some stuff up and it's pretty clear in this episode so let's just begin by playing the downton abbey theme song here every time all the, all the feels the theme song the, the theme song seems almost like more epic this episode mm-hmm. like it's just it's crazy it is um so we've got the ladies standing in the main hallway here um which are lavinia mary cora um isabel isabel and mrs hughes um, they're all just sorting out stuff for the wedding. That's impending. <laughs> impending nuptial. Yes. Um, and uh, everybody looks like they're all ready. I mean, I, it seems that Mary's kind of getting used to it. The idea of them being married, she's still not happy with it, but she's a little bit less bitchy in this episode. So I would say she's a little bit more settled in the reality of what's going on. <laughs> She's she's been a lot less bitchy in in a lot of these episodes. I'm I'm surprised at how well she's uh she's hiding her her feelings. Definitely. Um and because she wants Matthew to be happy. It's true. She does. She doesn't and and she's currently stuck in her current situation. Like she's uh there's there's no out for her basically. <laughs> she's kind of stuck. Um so then we have Matthew uh hobbling in because he uh, just learned how to walk again and is has a cane and is completely embarrassed about it. It's it's pretty, you know, it, it's Matthew. What are you going to expect? He's 
He's always kind of feeling bad for himself. (laughs) (laughs) Especially these past couple episodes. Uh, Yeah. Um, He's just not as cheery as somebody who's just about to be married. (laughs) What are you saying, Vicky? Sorry. I mean, there's No, I'm just going to say, I mean, he just, he thought his life was over. He thought he wasn't going to be able to father children, Mm -hmm. couldn't walk. That is a reason to be down on yourself. Totally. And now he's not quite sure about the intent impending nuptials. There's a lot going on for Matthew. Right? Yeah. It seems that he's kind of re- rethinking about his marriage to Lavinia as a whole. Um, and sh- I really like this line here that Lavinia says. I'm just going to play it because I think it's really cute. My goodness, is that the time? I must be getting back. I'll go with you. She's just sucking up, mother. (laughs) Any bride who doesn't suck up to her husband's mother is a fool. (laughs) It was like an adorable little moment. I just thought that we should have it. I feel like, I feel like they're giving, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be too forward about what happens in this episode, but I think they're, they're giving Lavinia more like cutesy lines to like really like her in this episode. effort to like or what's gonna happen later <laughs> right um then we have mrs hughes in the downstairs um knocking on um mr carson and it says she br- she brings in a letter saying that um oh because we're not done with what's Ethel. her name Ethel. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that major oh, bryant and <laughs> Or sorry, Major Mustache's father and mother are going to visit, and they would like to see the the baby. Yes, for some reason they've they've come around and they're like, okay, we'll we'll see our grandson. I think they really kind of realized that this is all they have now. <laughs> like they have a grandson, their son's dead. They don't. They, there was their only son, so they're like, well, maybe we should try to see this opportunity. Yeah, um, Mrs. Hughes has her doubts because she's like, well, he uh, he was a real asshole last time he was here. So I'm um, really surprised that they answered. Definitely. Um, I do think this is pushed by the wife, though. Oh, she yeah, definitely had sure. a soft spot for the baby at the dinner. Um, and yeah, it's definitely the one driving us forward. Because the father, Major Bryant, is just, he is a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> and he will be, as we see. So then we've got mm-hmm. um, Mary and Anna. Anna's doing her hair and um, Sybil's there um, talking about the fact that uh, Branson... Branson has a new job. Yes, he's not. Did he get fired or did he quit? Like what happened? I Like what happened between then and now? Like why I... is he now looking for a new job like, I... at a newspaper? I think he Did just he wanted to get a new job because of the fact that he's going to be with Sybil and he's going to get a new job up in Dublin in the newspapers um, because he wants to move away with Sybil. Um, and I think he's already, he must have already quit or something because... Yeah, because he didn't get fired when he tried to put tar or someone on someone, right? Like oil or so, no, just something gross? he like cooked like some, yeah, like gross tar and like sewage and stuff and was going to feed it to everyone. <laughs> Do you remember and he didn't that, get Vicky? fired for that. <laughs> no, he did not. It was like was just to one 
person in particular. Not, not I think it was whole... to one guy. I I, I, th- yeah. I think it was to one dude. And I thought he was going to dump it on him. Like, like I, I didn't yeah. think he was going to, like... Was... Yeah. Yeah, he was going to dump it on, like, somebody who was in the military, I believe, or something. Um, I think so, yeah. But that was a lo- that was even before the war, so... <laughs> it has been a while. Um, That's true. So they're just talking making you know asking sybil if she's absolutely sure and she is like it's been a while she is 100 percent on on board for this um i love her dress she she, too. she is just now 100 percent. this whole time she's been kind of wishy-washy a little 50 50 and she's like oh i don't know and then and then and then but now now she's she's like okay sure i'm here 100 percent. yeah it's it, it did take her a while, but she's now she's now there because we need to. This is the season finale. People are very sure of themselves in this episode, <laughs> so people need to be sure of themselves because <laughs> exactly. season finale. No exactly. more wishy wash shit. This is the season finale. And she get your shit together. She's saying tonight's the night we are gonna talk. About, we're gonna tell father about Branson and I tonight. Um, every he's gonna come in after dinner, and the girls are like, oh shit, like. Even Edith's like, what's going to happen? You know, um, he's, they're like, what's Kapa going to do? Call the police? <laughs> I know. He's Have not going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Imagine in the time period, what it was for a lady to marry the chauffeur. Like, wow. Just uh, Lord Grantham is likely to have a heart attack. Yeah. The, the idea. Precious daughter marrying the chauffeur. Yeah. And it's it, it's funny seeing him react to to it like after 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 she tells him. Well, I'll, like, I'll play it. I'll play that yeah, for sure. It's real, it's real good. And fucking Thomas won't leave. Like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> why is he here? He he needs a job. Remember, he he fucked up in the previous episode by buying all of those black market um, goods that ended up being not good. And he's like still living at Downton, so he's like, I'm just gonna be useful. He goes to Mr. Carson, and he, Mr. Carson's like, You need to get out, but he's not, <laughs> he doesn't ever leave. But, but then he starts doing jobs like yes. not as an official employee. If he's not an employee, yeah. why didn't why didn't Carson like tell Robert and then Robert's like, well, because kick him out? They need like, him, <laughs> do they? He's yes, he's been with Downton for years, he's not just a stranger, yeah. Like, but Robert I, knows that he was stealing. And that he's just an overall bad guy. He's not a bad guy. I feel for Thomas. I do. Oh my gosh, I don't. Well, Vicky there's, has there's more, more of to him. <laughs> Vicky, you have more of the rest of the show to lean back on your thoughts of him. And the moment we just have no, kind of his his I, journey. But see, coming. even now, when I, in my first rewatch, I still felt for Thomas. I've always had a soft spot for Thomas. Yeah. He can be sympathetic for sure. He's he's a multifaceted person for sure. There there is a soft spot there. I can definitely tell that in this episode, all of these things, bad things that have happened to him, are humbling him, and maybe it's it's for the better. Mm-hmm. So I I have hopes for Thomas, but he's still a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's bitch number one. <laughs> Ms. O'Brien is bitch number two for a reason. Okay. Yeah. Bitch like yeah. tendencies, but he's not a bitch. Okay. So we're going to play this scene now because Branson has just walked into the drawing room with everyone in it, ready to tell them about their their love here. Okay. Ready to go. I'm here. <laughs> yes, so you I are. Can see. 
I don't think this is such a good idea. We mustn't worry, Granny. You've asked me to come, and I've come. <laughs> Would it, someone please tell me what is going on? Or have we all stepped through the looking glass? Your grandmother has as much right to know as anybody else. Why don't I find that reassuring? <laughs> How much longer is Mr Carson going to be? This is why it's never worth trying to make food interesting in the servants' hall. Okay, so we haven't gotten to the whole blow-up yet, but it's going to happen. Um, let's just talk about what's going on with Daisy and Mrs. Patmore. Basically, Mrs. Patmore's like, oh, um, what's going on, Daisy? And she's like, um, William's dad really wants me to visit him. And then and she's like, okay, then go see him. And, and she's like, but it wouldn't be right. And then it's like, yes, Daisy, it's fine. Just go talk to this man. It's like, it's okay. You're not going to die if you go talk to this guy who's lonely. My God. I know. Miss Pepper's like, he's he's your own, you're his only family. And he's like, well, he hasn't got me. Like, I'm just like, why? Why, why are you acting like this? She's, she's, this poor man, this poor old man who has no family left. Why are you being so mean to him? She's so, like, black and white about it, too. It's it's ridiculous. He, he feels guilty. Yeah. I know she does, because, but, like, she thinks the family doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, she should have gotten out sooner before he went to war. Like, it's true. Um, so then we got Mr. Carson here standing and watching everybody just implode. Mary is talking about how she knew about this, and we're back in the drawing room. I didn't want to split the family when Sybil might still wake up. And all the time you've been driving me about, bowing and scraping and seducing my daughter behind my back. I don't bow and scrape, and I've not seduced anyone. Give your daughter some credit for knowing her own mind. How dare you speak to me in that tone? You will leave at once. Oh, Papa! Oh, this is a folly. A ridiculous juvenile mass. Sybil, what do you have in mind? <clears throat> Mama, this is hardly... No. She must have something in mind. Otherwise, she wouldn't have summoned him here tonight. Thank you, Granny. Yes, we do have a plan. Tom's got a job on a paper. Oh. I'll stay until after the wedding. I don't want to steal their thunder. But after that, I'll go to Dublin. To live with him. Where's the face? Unmarried. I'll live with his mother while the bands are red. And then we'll be married. And I'll get a job as a nurse. What does your mother make of this? If you must know, she thinks we're very foolish. <laughs> so at least we have something in common. I won't allow it. Oh, God. I will not allow my daughter to throw away her life. You can posture it all you like, Papa. It won't make any difference. Oh, yes, it will. How? I don't want any money. You can hardly lock me up until I die. I'll say goodnight. But I can promise you one thing. Tomorrow morning, nothing will have changed. Tom. Oh, man. What a, what a discussion. Who? <laughs> that was... Um... Just the horror on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it was unexpected for sure. Um, so I understand their reactions. But also, I love how feisty Sybil is. She is just like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do it anyway, no matter what. I'm telling you that I'm doing this. So, well, you yeah, because the only thing Robert has to fight back is like, you'll have no money and you'll be a disgrace to your family. And it's, it's like, okay, well, may, maybe being a disgrace to the family would hurt Sybil because she loves her family. She doesn't want to hurt them. 
but she doesn't care about money. She doesn't care about titles. She doesn't care about any of that. Like, I mean, to Edith and Mary, this would have been a different conversation. They probably would have buttoned that up like in minutes. Um, but no, yeah. Sybil is very different and she has different motivations. Like, again, not really sure what the appeal is with Branson, but, you know, she's made her decision. <laughs> yeah, um, Emily and I, Vicky. Well, wait, okay. Wait, wait. I can hear. What? You want to hear? I want to hear what Emily, where, where did that come from? So, do you not like Branson? I like Branson. I just don't think their relationship was very well written. Like, I don't believe them. Like, they, they were really pushing it on us, and I haven't believed it from the beginning. Like, the fact that Sybil's been so, like, like I, I understand her her uh, her motivation to wait things out and see how she truly feels, like, wait for the war to be over and, like, things to kind of settle back down. Um, and Branson's totally fine. Like, I don't, it's just the chemistry i haven't really i haven't felt it like since the beginning um so uh, i guess there's something wrong with branson it's just i don't think the writing was very good for for their for their relationship good explanation emily that's that's how i feel too <laughs> see I, I i quite believe their chemist who this and this may be an unpopular opinion who i don't believe is anna and bates i've never gotten that nope and we no, will, we will talk no. about that as well because it okay. is coming okay that's good <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, I've never understood it. I have more to say about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess we just have Mrs. Hughes telling telling Ethel about the fact that they're that the major mustaches family wants to meet up with her, and she's like, "Well, it can't be here. It's a mess here." And she's like, "Yeah, they're gonna come to Downton, so you come to Downton as well." All right, and uh, that's it. That's the whole conversation. Yeah, okay, that, let's that's move fine. on. That's, we could we could just get on. <laughs> okay, then we have bitch number one and bitch number two talking wait, wait, about. What did you want to say? <laughs> what? Sorry, Vicky. Skip <laughs> all this ethical nonsense. It's I know. Such it's... a storyline. I hope it's done. Why? I hope we don't Why? see her anymore after this. Like, <laughs> Why has it been dragged on for so long? <laughs> this baby's like three years old. It, it really is like. Why do we need to keep? Well, yeah. Okay, so O'Brien and um. Uh, Thomas are discussing just about the fact that he could get a like a job here, job somewhere else, and he's like, it's not easy to get a job. She's always worried about him, and he always kind of like pushes her against push against what she says all the time. Um, and then Branson is downstairs and reveals to everyone what just happened, and it, it's a hullabaloo. People are like, what? <laughs> And no one knew. Nobody knew at all. I know it's crazy because everybody knows everything in this house. It's insane that no one caught them in any situation talking for the last five plus years. Um, But they did. did. No one know. (laughs) They developed some relationship in five years. I just, I just love like how Carson's intent is Lord Grantham's. It's as though Carson. Is even more. Sometimes I feel like Carson's even more so incredulous. Oh yeah, at bringing shame upon family. He is. It's like, so funny. He just he has this stature. Obviously, he needs like he knows his place in society, and he's like everybody should just stick there, just stay where you're supposed to be, behave like <laughs> you're supposed to behave, and he's like, yeah. okay, bye, Branson, get out of here. <laughs> He definitely has more traditional views and uh, definitely alongside uh, Robert and the rest of the family. 
Um, but he also has a bias. I mean, we've had a couple of conversations between him and Mrs. Hughes, where Mrs. Hughes has been like, I don't like Mary. She's a bitch. And Carson's like, how dare you talk about my daughter like that? Like, <laughs> exactly. Um, and Lavinia got a gramophone from one of her cousins or something, I guess as a, as a present, because they're getting all these, these beautiful gifts for mm. the, for the wedding. Um, that kind of little side conversation. Iconic object. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, Maggie, iconic. Is, Maggie Smith is talking to, uh, Edith about, this this fact that um she thought it was going to be mary's bow uh the newspaper mo- mogul um that would be the the weird one in the family and it's like nope it's it's worse what's simple way way worse uh poor chauffeur irish so chauffeur um yeah and then he talks about how uh you know when when is she gonna get when is she gonna get her relationship where's uh Where's her marriage? Oh, yes. Let's, let's and, play uh, that a little bit. I want to yeah. hear what she says. Clear Habsburg. <laughs> well, don't worry. Your turn will come. Will it? Or am I just to be the maiden aunt? Isn't this what they do? Arrange presents for their pretty relations? Don't be defeatist, dear. It's very middle class. I'd better go up and support your father. Oh my god, adorable. I love Maggie Smith. Every word she says. Violet's <laughs> so awesome. And she's getting better and better. I was trying to say, Edith's, Edith's character was forever changed by the war. Mm-hmm. She was so insufferable in the beginning. Oh yeah. And she just, I think with help being a nurse, helping the soldiers, like she just completely changed. She's a brand new person. And thankfully for the better. Oh, yeah. She needed a purpose. Like, she needed something to do. Like, ju- just like with Sybil. I mean, Sybil's always had a mind of her own and opinion of her own and, and interests. Like, Edith just had nothing to do but but quarrel with Mary and and, and compete with Mary. Yeah. But, like, yeah, get out one taste of, of, I can do things on my own. Looking at this picture of Edith, Cora, and Mary as the, uh, as the episode loads. <laughs> I love that picture. Okay, so we have um, Sybil talking to her father here about how she really doesn't give a shit about about anything that is related to being a high class woman. She she can work, she can do, she can be poor. She doesn't care, you know, but she also, you know, she's not a hundred percent on what that really means, but I think it's something that she's willing to commit to. Um and then we've got uh Violet walking in on their conversation. Should I play this part as well? Uh, sure. I don't yeah. really remember what they talked about, but yeah. Interrupting something. I only wish you were, but I seem to be getting nowhere. Have you seen Cora? <laughs> She's lying down. And can we blame her? Now, Sybil, dear, this sort of thing is all very well in novels, but in reality, it can prove very uncomfortable. And while I am sure Branson has many virtues... Well, no, no, he's a good driver. Do not give him up! Don't be rude to your grandmother. No, she's not being rude. Just wrong. This is my offer. I will stay one week to avoid the impression I've run away and because I don't want to spoil Matthew's wedding. Then we will marry in Dublin and whoever wishes to visit will be very welcome. Okay, so... Her plan is good and it makes a lot of sense. And uh, I'm glad that they've they've formulated this. And we've got the first inklings of the Spanish flu with Cora laying down. Ah, yes. Because <laughs> she's mm. in shock. 
and it's affected her a lot. I can imagine the emotional turmoil everybody's going through right now. Um, so do we know how the Spanish flu like got into the house? Like, did, did someone have to be carrying it or like, can it just like develop? Well, it's the same like, as it's the COVID. As the COVID. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> Yeah, but we but we got our first uh, our first instances of it with Carson because I think he he stands oh. up and he's like I can't I gotta sit down and he looks very uh, sweaty sw sweaty and his neck's tight again sweaty. and <laughs> it's like when he had like that panic attack that one time mm -hmm. old, mm -hmm. old Carson yeah <laughs> um, yeah so he's not doing well Mrs Hughes is like go get to bed. You're you're not looking well. And and she he's and like, go get Mr. Mosley Mo to be a footman. <laughs> Who is notoriously not a good footman? <laughs> forgot this happened in this episode. So much stuff happens. I'm like forgetting everything. I know it's it's, it's really it's insane. It, it's okay, too happening? much is going on. Um, Cora's not feeling well in her beautiful black dress that I love. Everybody's waiting yeah. to, to go out. It's just Cora and Robert waiting to go to dinner, um, talking about uh, Sybil and the fact that they were, like, spoiling her. And, and Cora's like, no, she worked, and she knows what it's like, and this is what she wants. Like, it's stressful, but like she's had all this time to figure out who she yeah. wants to be, and they're not yeah. seeing who she wants to be. Um... I, I like what Cora says here. She's he's like he's like has she forgotten who she is? And it's like maybe we don't know who she is. Like it's it's it was a really nice thing of Cora to say. Mm -hmm. uh, Mosley is being taught about the wines. Um, <laughs> Mosley, <laughs> I love this. Uh, I don't. He's. <laughs> you don't honestly Mickey, you. we don't like like anyone in the show okay like let's be honest uh there's a few I could people probably i could probably count i could probably just tell you who i do like on one hand um who do you i like matthew yeah, obviously. Uh, I like Mrs. Um, Hughes, and I like yeah, Violet. I like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I liked Do William. Do I like Anna? No, I don't know if I like Anna. I liked well, William before he died. He was cool. Yeah. Oh, William was Yeah, William was sweet. I liked William. Um, I, I like, I, like, I kind of like Anna. I kind of like Branson. I kind of like Sybil. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I kind of like Sybil. Yeah, I, I'm liking Mary more. I hated Mary first season. Hated her, I'm but I, I like her. I like her more now. I like her more. It doesn't mean I like her, but Mary, I like her more. Mary is my girl. She's my girl. <laughs> yeah, I love I mean, her for sure. For sure. I, I'm excited to to see what happens more. Um. Okay. So then, uh, Mrs. Hughes is just telling Cora about how Major Mustache is coming. Um, and Cora yes. feels a little bit of a uh the turn and as uh, she's walking downstairs yes. but she's like i'm still gonna do it i'm still gonna go downstairs <laughs> um and, and thomas, thomas is... is gonna help tonight or something or what's yeah. he gonna do he, he wants or to be helpful he... he's just like yeah. tell me something i can do i'm gonna bring this stuff up for you i'm gonna do these things for you and and because you know he feels like 
he needs a job, so he's going to butt himself in there and do stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Mosley is trying the wines, and he's like, I want to make sure this is a lighter one. And then Jane's like, as long as it's white, why does it matter? And he's like, it's just, you know, I just want to make sure. And he's just chunking this wine. The wine stain, you know? Don't want to get off on the wrong foot. Oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. Okay, we're at dinner. Um, they're discussing about the, how Sybil is eloping, and she's like, we're not eloping. We, we're telling you all about it. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did tell him what she was going to do. That's not eloping. Yeah. Well, she almost did, but... Well, yeah, true. She, yeah, true. True. And then for <laughs> Isabel is like, Isabel's like, oh, well, it is her own mind, and then Matthew's like, Mom, can you just let this one rest? It really... <laughs> We shouldn't be saying oh, anything God. here. This is not our business at all. <laughs> Isabel's always butting in. She is, but she always. actually shut up. She did because Matthew said something. So, um, yeah. and then Mister Mosley tries to pour something into the wrong cup or something, and then Matthew's like, hey, "Are you okay, Mosley?" And he's like, "Yeah, yes." <laughs> Matthew Matthew totally pulls it, and Elizabeth going kitty kitty <laughs> to Isabel. <laughs> I know, <laughs> totally, totally. Um, and then Cora starts to feel ill and is like, I need to be excused. Yeah, and... she has to leave. It's it's <sighs> it's funny how this table just slowly like loses people like oh, in a matter of minutes. And they keep eating. Like it doesn't it doesn't really stop. Going. They're just like, all right. Um Anna and oh, I'm gonna play play this little scene between Anna and Bates here. Oh, yes. And Vicky, um, we now in every episode when we are addressing Mr. Bates, we say his name like like Anna does. <laughs> Mr. Bates. Yes. Mr. Bates. Yeah. Because she doesn't stop. Yes. She doesn't stop saying never. it like that. King he never stops saying I have to say something never. that you won't agree with. We're going to get married. Don't be silly. We can't. Not now. You're not listening. You're going to Ripon tomorrow afternoon to take out a special license. I don't care how much it costs and fix a day. We'll tell no one, but this you will do. I can't. Aren't I as strong as Lady Sybil? I don't doubt that. Well then, if she can do it, so can we. That's what I've been thinking. I have stuck by you through thick and thin. Thin and thin, more like. <laughs> Mr Bates. If we have to face this, then we will face it as husband and wife. I will not be moved to the sidelines to watch how you fare from a distance with no... Okay, but you get you get the point. Um, She's really I'm, fighting. I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. Fighting for this relationship. So, in- does Miss, so does Mr. Bates not want to get married because it's just still still too soon after his, his, his ex-wife died or his wife, well, his he was, previous wife died? They know and that... And he's like... Yeah, they know that he they're killed gonna, her. Yeah. They know he killed her. They- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you say something, Vicky? Yes, to me. Yes. Um, uh, Bates, he no, definitely killed just, her. He just... killed her. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, that, that. <laughs> Vicky's not going to say, I mean, okay. Like, as much as the show has told us, we don't know if Mr. Bates killed killed uh, Vera, whatever the hell her name was. Um, Allegedly. But, uh, killed but he killed her. He for sure killed her. <laughs> No doubt about it. Allegedly. He killed her. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. He killed her. Uh, let's just okay. move on. Um, then Jane's like, 
Anna, we really need you. People are falling, dropping like flies over here. We really need help. Mosley is not doing well. Uh, he's way too drunk. It's like he's never had alcohol before. Um, no, it could be it could be the Spanish flu, Alessandra. Well, that's Come what on. they're thinking. They're thinking maybe it would be best if you stopped and then Anna would do all the wines, which, you know, is improper. But, you know, we're post-war now. Everything's different. She can do it. It's fine. We're um, post-war. Everything's messed up now. Yeah. And then we, we look at Lavinia. Lavinia's looking not not awesome. Um, and she's like trying, awesome. to, trying to keep herself together here. Um, I love how Anna pours a very, like, large glass of wine for uh um for violet. violet yes for violet yeah she needs it okay now it's Lavinia's turn to leave the um the dinner table and mary's this like i'll help you that lavinia is wearing normally uh, she doesn't wear dresses that uh, make her look cute and she uh looks really cute in this one i think i agree <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly i for her in real life she's really pretty and oh she's extremely show, they just make her look so this episode is the only episode where they've done her justice but then not done but then because because something happens like like they give her good lines they give her good good outfits to wear and uh all for a reason i gotta play this line that violet says it's so oh. funny okay here we go for a moment well, I think I should go and help. <laughs> now there's Wasn't like five people. born in Paris when cholera broke out? Half the guests were dead before they left the ballroom. Thank you, Mama. That's cheered us up no end. <laughs> Love that line. So good. Thanks for that. Uh, Dr. Clarkson has uh, arrived. Surprisingly, he does not get the Spanish flu, even though he's surrounded by people who have the Spanish flu. Um, he visited Cora, and he says she's going to be okay. Um, and everybody is on high alert now. And uh, everybody's like, okay, no, you got to go tend to carson you got to tend to mr mosley you got to tend to lavinia there's a ton of people probably a few maids and people in there too um because obviously there's a very small house full of full of people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um mary is looking very distraught and she looks down to see <gasps> matthew oh God, with the gramophone this <laughs> yeah um, oh yeah, we're, so weren't they showing uh, Violet the gramophone earlier, and wasn't she like scared of it or something? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Mary is walking down. They've they've already started to kind of decorate for the the wedding. There's like roses and stuff everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. They're walking. Looks like Christmas almost with like the red and the green. It's common. Christmas is common. Um, yeah. Mary walks in and is just like, oh, everybody's gone. We have to watch. Okay. I'm not sure if if the whole thing happens in this, but I will just play. Knowing this show, it's not. There's going to be yeah. a cut. It's yeah. going to be a I cut to something else. I don't think so. Okay. Gosh. Here we what go. about you? I'm waiting for Lavinia and mother. Dr. Clarkson wants Lavinia to stay here. He'll see her tomorrow. I don't know this one. Actually, I rather like it. I think it was in a show that flopped. Zip goes a million or something. He extends his hand to Mary. 
to dance. And so she gets all nice and close and personal. And dancing. Can you manage without your stick? You are my stick. We were a show that flopped. Oh, yes, you were, Mary. God, Mary. Oh. I'm so... The music So came. sorry. No. You know how sorry I am. Don't be. It wasn't anyone's fault. If it was, it was mine. It was yours, Mary. You're, you're the one. <laughs> you know, Cousin Violet came to me. He told me to marry you. When was this? A while ago. When we knew I would walk again. Classic granny. What did you say? But I couldn't accept Lavinia's sacrifice of her life, her children, her future, and then give her the brush off when I was well again. Well, I couldn't, could I? Of course not. However much I might want to. Absolutely not. He kisses her for like, I don't know, a good 10 seconds. It's still, they're still kissing. Look at them go. Hello. All right. Guess who just walked down the stairs? What are you doing now? Sick girl. Well, of course she saw. getting back. <laughs> she fucking saw iconic moment really in Downton in Downton history is this up this scene right here iconic moment. <laughs> um and they're like Lavinia um maybe you should go back upstairs and stay with us for the night um oh, no acting like nothing has happened oh, oh <sighs> boy that kiss sweet sweet Lavinia I don't know I don't think people really know how to kiss obviously they don't Mary hasn't kissed a lot of people but that kiss is not, it's not the best. It could, could have been more, could have been more movement. Yeah. It was just kind of a really stagnant, let's kiss your, the side I, of your mouth kiss. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I, that's always bothered me is like the side of the mouth kiss. Yeah. Like, like it's not like they have a lot moment. of practice, you know, like they're not really going out and kissing a ton of people in the 19. 19 you know what i mean <laughs> i'm trying to remember if the if the first kiss that mary and matthew had were was pretty good i don't remember the it, one where yeah at the the, the dinner table at the dinner that table good. that was good vicky is that what you said yeah but i remember it was good. I, I, I remember that one being a good one mm-hmm. it was a good one no no uh problems here and then they they walk in on mr mosley and uh Clark Larson looks at like, him for oh, two seconds and then he's like oh he's just drunk he just smells them and he's like oh don't worry mr mosley does not have spanish <laughs> no he does not he's, he also he's... says he'll be fine in the morning which is like not really true he probably will be hung over <laughs> he only has a, he only has a, a small case of the of, of the of the lightweight <laughs> yes okay shit oh, no, so there was no. just like multiple oh. <laughs> No, Emily, what's I going on? This. Vicky, what's going on in this in this scene? Vicky, what's happening? What's happening? Just fucking. Just fucking... Uh, it is a horrible conversation between Lord Grantham and his little maid Jane, and they've been sneaking around for a few episodes, kissing in closets, and we're just 
continuing on, aren't we? Cora is sick gloves. in bed, and here Lord Grantham is with little Jane. Yeah. Jane and Freddy. Um... When things get complicated with Cora, he he runs to Jane and just and plants one on her face. Like it's just it's uh implants one. Plants one <laughs> on the face. Well, previously to this, I was saying Jane was not the one instigating this relationship. It was mostly Robert who was doing stuff, who was like she was kind of like looking at him longingly whenever he would turn away. Mm-hmm. But but now she's given him all the looks she's like mm-hmm. i want to help he, he made the first move oh like, yeah and yeah, he and did. yeah e- even with her little her little longing stares like she didn't do it she wasn't gonna do anything but like yeah the fact that robert made a move she she probably has hope now she's like oh is this man gonna take me as a mistress no like, like i don't even know what her plan is whatsoever it is i don't it know what's not, her motivation here I, i'm she, so confused she's just i'm just in love mad with him. that's the motivation I'm just angry yeah I yeah. do think she just genuinely likes him. I don't think she yeah. has, like, she doesn't strike me as the kind of person who has like, an ulterior motive. Exactly. Like, she's a good person. Yeah. That's true. I agree with you. It's, it's, I mean, obviously she's just in love with him and she doesn't want to, uh, she, she doesn't even want to let anything come in her way. That's just how she's feeling. And he, he takes her hand and pulls her into a bedroom. Uh, and probably his, so his inappropriate. It's mm-hmm. extremely inappropriate. I think, I th- I think it's his dressing room, like because that's where he mm-hmm. said he was going to sleep um, that night. Yeah, because he also has separate bed from from Cora. Um, yeah. So then Mr. Carson is talking to Mrs. Hughes. Mr. Carson does not look that great. Um, he's drinking water. He's like, I don't think there's going to be a wedding. Like that's what Mrs. Hughes says. And then he's like, I don't know. We're going to see. And um, she's telling him about how Mr. Mosley is uh, not the right fit. <laughs> they need somebody else. <laughs> And then take we over cut Carson to for a couple days. Yeah. Robert and Jane seriously just making out. Like there's, <laughs> there's a knock on the door. It's Bates. It's Mr. Bates. Oh. He opens it in a in a tizzy. He's like, uh, wake me up early, Mr. Bates. Um everything everything's fine here. No, nobody's behind the door. Mr. Bates definitely is sensing something's off, so whatever, but he he did. He he stood he stood there a bit too long and was like looking at his face. I, I think it was because of how Robert like um responded. Like when he opened the started opening the door, he was like, What do you want? It was suspicious, to say the least. Very yeah. suspicious. Robert's like this, you know, this is an impossible. Jane just said, I want to be with you. Yeah. And, gosh. It, he, she and now Robert's like, This him. is bad. And she on him again. Yeah, she tried to kiss him again. She really likes him. And then she's like, well, you, now you don't want me. And he's like, this is not... <laughs> like, we need to... We need to talk about this. And, and then he's like... She's like, no, let's just make out. And he's like, no, 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 wait. This We gotta talk. I wish things were different. And she's like, I don't want you to be different. And uh, it's just uh, a really tense situation. Because he, he can't ha- have her. Like... It's not a realistic possibility here. And um, it's just, it's so fucked up. It's, it's so fucked up, Robert. What the fuck? 
I'm I'm trying to I, I mean I, I I understand that they they were putting these like little scenes in whenever Robert would get into a fight with Cora like like major ones like this season mm-hmm. him and Cora have had some major fights about things and disagreements then he would, yes yeah disagreements yes um and and he would he would run to Jane for comfort basically but like I don't know I mean other than that like Robert loves Cora I don't know why I I still don't understand why a little dis like a little disagreement would would lead him to do this i don't know yeah and he he's like sees jane out and she dramatically walks out the door like just as like okay off i go yeah disappointing from robert yeah who's completely um being uh hypocritical with his own daughter and his own self um clearly yeah cora's in bed she's not looking super great um O'Brien's been with her day and night, like will not leave her side, and uh, we all know why. Yes, yeah. O'Brien killed yep. her baby. <laughs> yeah, she's she's and forever in She feels guilty, <laughs> so guilty. Um, Branson and Robert also, having Rob- a screaming Robert, match. Robert takes things into his own hands, I guess. And Robert, yeah, goes to visit Branson, and he's like, "I will give you money to leave to leave uh, Sybil." And yeah. Branson's like, "What do you take me for?" I know it's it's really I mean it, it's pretty clear we don't really need to play it he's very mad and he's like Branson like my I don't think you should be with my daughter I'm gonna give you this money and um he's like no this is it's gonna happen whether you want it to or not buddy sorry I love I love her very much um yep and that's the way it is and it is Sybil's decision she can do she can do whatever she wants really it's just she has to live with the consequences um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, well, if you're going to kick me out of this, this town, she's going to come with me. And he's like, all right. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> like making, he's just like making empty threats. Like, there's really nothing else that Robert can do. Like, he's offered money. He's made his threats. Like, he's he's really stuck. He's backed into a corner. He doesn't have anything left, really, to he, threaten. And he comes home to find Cora just really sick. Isabel's like, the doctor says she's very, you know, not good for Cora right now. Um, there two more maids are down. That's yeah. what Mrs. Hughes just said. Mm-hmm. This is bad. And then Robert's like, "Which maids? Not Jane." <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Chill out. I know like, how obvious can he get. I know exactly. Did he say that? I totally missed that. He did. He, he asked if it was if Jane yeah. was down. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And all of he the... just wearing a cute little dress. I, I like this little dress it's with the super with the cute with the lace and the stripes and the purple. Super cute. Um. Thomas is talking to Mrs. Hughes. I think he's uh, he's trying to really help. He's trying to really help a cover for Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mrs. Hughes is starting to understand maybe his motives. He's trying to. I don't know. I mean, like what? Like what was Thomas really going to do? Like just like show show how good he was doing to yeah. like well, with Robert being, and he was being extremely helpful. He was he's not even getting paid for it, but he's butting himself in so that he'll be needed because they're, yeah. they're down. All these people mostly can't be a server. So they need somebody and he is doing mostly the job. Mostly can't even be a footman. No, he's, <laughs> he sucks. Like he's a really not great dude. Really, I don't know why he's still employed. <laughs> mostly. Gosh, we we just I um, just don't have any respect for Mosley after he like avoided the the draft. He was just like, no. Nah. 
It's, it's just confusing because Mrs. Hughes then immediately goes to Carson and she's like, you better watch out for Thomas thing. He's trying to steal your job. Like, Thomas is not going to fucking take Carson's job. Like, why, like, why do you have to, like, start all this stupid drama for? Like, there's no, like, he's... <laughs> He's just trying to, one, hopefully get a job back. And, like, and I don't know. Like, it's just the fact that there has to be something something to do with it. Like, he has to have a motive. He has to have an agenda. I'm just like, can't he just be trying to get through this this uh, this tough spot that he's in right now in his life? Like, just just leave Thomas alone. You know what, Vicky? You're right. I'm, I'm feeling for Thomas now. Yeah. This is he is just being a real meanie to him. He's like, he's like, he's up to something. And it's like, yeah. just leave him alone. But he probably is up to something. Exactly. He probably is. He probably is up to something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe <not be> both. <laughs> no, maybe it's both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay, Isabel is telling Matthew and the bedridden Lavinia, who is sitting up in bed and looking totally fine, um, that uh, the wedding has to be postponed because everybody's sick and, and nobody can come to Downton at when it's like this. And she's really got a point. It's. It's like this weekend. It, it it just can't happen. There's there's too much hullabaloo. I mean, Sybil's leaving. Um, everybody's sick. Robert's having an affair. Anna and Bates are getting married. Anything else? <laughs> Secretly, like yeah, it's, it's the whole it's thing. Tons- Ethel's coming oh, with yeah. her baby again with Major Bryant. My- yeah, oh. exactly. That was. There's just so much happening right now. You can't even keep track of it all. Um, Cora's looking terrible, and uh, Sybil's got her cute little nurse's outfit on. Again, she's like, "Where were you, Dad?" And he's like, oh, "I went for a walk." He's like, "I was, I was kissing the maid. I mean, going for a walk. I mean, talking to Branson. I mean, going for a walk. Jeez. I mean, bri- bribing, bribing Branson. I mean, going for a walk. <laughs> oh my what god! What hasn't he been doing? What, ha- what hasn't he been doing? Bribing." Yeah, I mean, I can't remember if it was here or if it was later, it was later on, but I legit, like, Kimmy and I were watching this episode, and I said, I said, watch Cora pull through and Lavinia dies. Like, that's what I said. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. I think it was here, or or it might have been, it might have been when the doctor says, um, if she bakes it through the night, then she'll live. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think that was, that was when I said it. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Well, we'll am see. I right? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, okay, Mr. Bates and Anna have uh, booked a date. Mr. Bates. Uh, they booked a date for their wedding this Friday, which is in like two days. Um, Ethel's brought her giant ass baby. And <laughs> she's, she's, <laughs> he's really cute. He's a really cute baby, but he's he's humongous. Um, his little his little wooden mushroom toy, teething toy. Yeah. Um, Which honestly looks like looks like one of those things that you use to um, fix holes in your clothes. It looks like one of those, um, <laughs> like it honestly looks like one of those tools where you like you have to stretch your fabric out and then you can like mend holes in your in your clothes. Like that's that's what his toy looks like. Um, so major mustache's yeah. parents, the family oh, is uh, here. Ethel is. It's not. It's not Hagrid. Not Hagrid's back. No, it's it's Gibbs <laughs> from Pirates of the Caribbean. Emily, I mistakenly thought this actor played Hagrid. <laughs> Vicky. No. Oh she was like, Emily, it's not. And she's like, it is. And I was like, no, that's Brendan Gleeson. Oh. Yes, Mr. Gibbs. Um, Brendan Gleeson? He plays Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, sorry. It's um, 
to Mr. Gibbs uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean. Robbie, 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 yes. Coltrane, Coltrane. Do the, do the pause yes, thing. Coltrane. It'll tell you. You, you got okay. it there. <laughs> this isn't Hagrid. We're talking about who actually. Okay. Is. Either way, it's not Hagrid. Anyway, basically, I don't really need to play this. Major Mustache's parents uh, tell Ethel that. Well, actually, we haven't even gotten to that point, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, uh, they're here. They're they're here to see Charlie. All right, who are we talking to? O'Brien is looking kind of sad in the kitchen. She's um, still very guilty. She can't have Cora die on her without her telling her that she killed her. I thought she was gonna tell Mrs. Pat Miss Patmore. I know she, she like kind of got close. She, she's like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, oh, I wish there was something I could I could confide in in Cora because I'm afraid she's gonna die and I want to tell her before she dies. Um. I don't know. It was a really weird little scene. It's weird that, and but then, like O'Brien needed to do this with somebody, and they're like, "Well, we can't have it be Thomas again." <laughs> okay, now yeah, we're back I guess so. to Ethel with her baby, and the the hey, Bryants baby. are like, "Okay, here's here's our proposal. We're gonna take the baby. You're never gonna see him again, and uh, that'll be that. We're gonna raise him as and a we'll, ransom, and, and we'll part ways as unlikely friends." <laughs> uh, <laughs> And Ethel's like, what? Can I at least, like, be a maid in your house? Like, you don't have to tell the baby that I'm the mother. And then they're like, no, you can't. And Mr. Mustache's father... They're like, father... you could never keep that secret. Like, they're like, that's that's too close. Like, you yeah. you have to... has to be completely separated. Um, you never see your baby ever again. Um, basically. Which is, it's, you know... It's so funny when he's, like, when he's like, oh, we can either raise him as a gentleman, go to the finest, blah, blah, blah. Then he's like, or he can be raised as a bastard. Right, just the way he says bastard. <laughs> he's he's a real yeah, dickhead. He says it so horribly that Mrs. Hughes is like, "All right, that's enough of that." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "We said that word enough." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ethel's like, "Thank you for your time. Um, I'm I'm out of here." Which you know, rightly so. This is her baby. Like, I, I, she's never had any um, inkling of caring for it whatsoever, but except for now, but. You know, still, uh, <laughs> it is her baby, so. Can we play the bastard line? Oh, sure. <laughs> is, is, it, is it before this or after? It, it's before. You gotta go back. You gotta go okay, back here we go, here we go, here we go. Educated, privileged, rich, able to do what he wants, to marry whom he likes. The second is the bastard. I think we've heard enough of that word for one day. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mrs. Hughes. Um, okay. I love I love how he says, like, you know, able to do whatever he pleases and be with whoever he wants. And I, I'm like, I'm like, just like your last son who was an asshole? Like, <laughs> who got you're going to raise pregnant? him to be just as much of a dick as your other son was? Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I, I think it's best that she doesn't uh, do that. Um, Cora's looking like shit. She thinks, oh, she's like, O'Brien, oh, you there? And he's like, yes, my lady. It's true, though. And does does O'Brien tell her like like when when, she, when she's in this state? I can't remember. No, she's she's just like I haven't always been good to you, and she's like so good, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, it's really uh, she's like I want to ask for forgiveness, but she doesn't really tell her because Cora's not really all there. Um, no, so she's not. She's but you know. I, I love the actress who plays O'Brien. She's she's really good. Yeah, um, she is really good. Then Robert comes in and she's like, "How's she doing?" And they're like, "Well, 
not awesome. She's really kind of not lucid here, so... Not great. Not no. great. Um, Brian's getting some praise from Robert, who's extremely grateful. Yeah, it's like, thank you for being for being with her all this time, because, you know, I'm an asshole and I've been off making out with other maids. Like, I really appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthew Let's comes see, how, How's Lavinia doing? To check on Lavinia, who's, who's looking pretty fine. Um, propped up in bed. <laughs> And uh, we're going to need to play a little bit of this scene because it's uh, quite crucial. Um, Lavinia is, her hair looks amazing. I mean, I just, I really wish I had hair like that. Seriously. Um, hair, they're, they're really, they're really doing everything for her. What is it? Oh. I wonder if we haven't been rather lucky. I think we've both been very lucky. That we've been given a second chance. Second chance at what? To be quite, quite sure about what we're doing. Darling, what can you mean? The thing is, I might as well say it. When I came downstairs and you and Mary were dancing, I heard what you said. I saw what you did. Oh, but that was... No, it's not that I'm in a rage and a fury. In fact, I think it's noble of you to want to keep your word when things have changed. But I'm not sure it'd be right for me to hold you to it. Lavinia, I can explain. No, listen. I've had lots of time to think about it. I love you very, very much. And I've wanted to marry you from the first moment I saw you. All that is true. But I didn't really know what I was taking on. It's not in me to be queen of the county. You and all your I'm baggage. A person, <laughs> an ordinary person. And when I saw you and Mary together, I thought, how fine. Okay, um, we we get it. She is. She's basically like, I don't think. Uh, I want to be with somebody who's not going to love me as much as you love Mary. I mean, I wouldn't want to be with anybody who loves somebody else either. So I get it. Right? <laughs> like, it's... I, I don't even think it's like her standing up for herself. I think it's like yeah. worse. She just feels like a nuisance. Like she's just in the way. And she even said that like worse. after she came down, after they were dancing and kissing, she was yeah. like, she's like, oh, I feel like I'm a burden. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so bad this girl really got a bad lot in life. Like, she really, she just, she had to deal with Matthew being off at war. Then she got the Spanish flu. Her that whole Richard's, Sir Richard situation. Like, I don't even know what, like. Ugh. But she was also ready to, like, give up, like, and being just a carer for Matthew for the rest of her life. Yeah, like, she Mary loves him. not have done that. I, definitely not. And she says that, too. She's like, I don't think Mary would have done that. And he's like, yeah, she, she probably wouldn't. Have. <laughs> no. I mean, what are you going to do about that? I mean, it's just the way she is. She, she lives her life a little bit more, uh, honestly, I think, you know, but it's just a bad situation. Matthew is not happy about this. What Lavinia just said. Um, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't want her to, to break off the wedding and, you know, split them up, but, I mean, is that because he doesn't think that he could end up with Mary because she's already, like, um, engaged to Sir Richard? Like, 
I don't know. No, I think you know, he, they just he's put their own obstacles in place. Yeah, I don't think he's really resigned to the fact that he would be with Mary. Like, I don't think he really gets that um, just yet because mm. he still he still does love Lavinia. It's just he's he loved Mary before he loved Lavinia. So you know, there's there's he always just that. Told Mary that that he that he would break things off with Lavinia if he could. Like he just told her that. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why I'm. That's why I'm. I don't know. Like, it just. I. I I'm not. I'm not quite sure what what headspace Matthew's in. What Vicky? I just said. I just think they stop themselves. Like they put their own obstacles, like in their way, to be with each other. There's always some sort of problem. There's always a reason why not. That's the show. Been frustrated. That, that's it. That's every relationship on this show. Something has to be wrong. Something has to be in the way. Something, there always has to be something. Well, you know who didn't let it get to them was Sybil and Branson. They were like, okay, we're doing it. <laughs> we're done with this bullshit. Like, yeah. we're just going to be together and that's that. So, um, but Sir Richard, yeah, yeah. we kind of just played through this, but uh, Sir Richard shows up. Um, he he had he had telegraph, telephoned or whatever, saying that he was going to be coming, um, you know, after hearing what happened and he wanted to help. Everyone was like, "Why is he coming? How is he going to help?" Oh no, what's, <laughs> like, he's not a he's not a doctor. He's not. Yeah, he came he came of his own of his own motives because uh, I guess he was. So he pretty much just makes it clear with Mary that he came, I guess, to be there when when Lavinia dies, or, or like if Lavinia doesn't get mm-hmm. better, because Matthew will definitely move to Mary for comfort, and yeah, and uh, he definitely sees Matthew as a threat. 100% because he knows that Mary loves him like he, he totally knows yes, he they've talked about yeah. it so it's like well yeah and um, you know Jorah the Explorer is gonna gonna try to make sure that Mary's gonna be loyal to him so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, why Dora the Explorer Jorah Jorah the Explorer he's he's Jorah um, Jorah Jorah the Explorer Jorah we're in the kitchen what's happening I think are they just oh oh Mrs. Hughes just had to tell you know Daisy that William's dad Another wants letter to see her, for her again yeah he's very lonely just go see him <laughs> he has no wife and no son he has no one except for her he has no one but you just come come visit the farm you might like it farms are fun <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Thomas just, is just ask kind of... Edith. <laughs> Thomas is kind of butting himself in, like, anything you need, Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I really should, should, you know, I, what'd you say, Vicky? I visited the Downton Abbey farm, and I visited the church. You did? I did a whole Downton Abbey tour. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> this yep, is what we're I've gonna do next time we we all go to england together we're just gonna do this whole downton abbey experience for sure it's fun I, I you know, you know so it, much you work know, into the series might as well running through like yeah. between houses in there i've seen everything where they they film it's awesome that is awesome yeah, i'm so jealous wow time, we'll do it we'll do it guys yeah, we'll totally is there it. an official downton abbey gift shop i love those gift shops yeah yeah, there is. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Farm. All right, I'm going to play this this little uh, end of this exchange here. Oh, Mr. Mason. He's not mine. What does he say? He just says again we should talk about William. He wants me to go to his farm. Oh, poor man. Will you not visit him? 
I'm not going to any farm. You're all he's got, Daisy. Well, then he's got nobody because he hasn't got me. Jesus Christ, Daisy. Oh, my gosh. This man is hurting. He lost his son. And you're not going to go and, and and console the poor man? Like, jeez. Daisy's like, it's not my responsibility. And it's like, yes, it is, she, Daisy. Gosh, she's <laughs> such a jerk. Like. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ugh. She's too black and white. She thinks of everything. It's too, too black and white. Um, like at, at this point, it's it's so much energy to keep this up than to just than to just give in to it. Like just, you're already married. He's already gone. Like just deal. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. And it's the most aggravating thing in the past two seasons. It's just been horrendous. Um, so Anna's asking Mary uh, if yeah. she can have uh, take a half day on Friday <laughs> so she can run married. off and get married. <laughs> Half day. I don't know. Can I take half day, please? Um, half day. What does that even mean? Um, yeah. So, uh, so she can go get married to Mister Bates. Yeah, that's it's chill. Um, that's the whole thing. Um, everybody's yes. in the room with Cora. She's bleeding oh, out of her gosh. nose. It's oh, a horrible. She looks it's terrible. A horrible sight. Um, yeah, the doctor. She's out blood. This is what oh. the doctor is saying. If she makes it through the night, she will. Uh, She'll live. So I, I think we can just uh, fast forward through that. Yeah, that's exactly sure, what she sure. says. Um, oh, okay. Then Carson is being visited and he seems to be doing okay. He's moving around. He's like up and out of his bed. And um, and Thomas comes in to help again. You know, bring something. Thomas is bringing him some food. And Mary a good little helper. wants to discuss with him just like she, she's going to say kind of sorry, I guess, for the way that she treated him in the previous episode where she basically called him out and was like, you're a dickhead for not following me to my new house. Which was so yeah. mean. Um, yeah. But she doesn't even say, she doesn't even say, sorry. He goes, I've been a disappointment to you. And she's like, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, Mary, what the hell? What the hell, Mary? Um, Her own way of saying. Yeah. Even she warns about Thomas, too. Um, I, that, whatever he's eating, soup and toast, buttered toast with tea and milk, that that looks really good right now. Um, I I just want to eat that. Definitely want that like immediately. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um there's a dinner and only like three people are there. It's Mary and to Richard. Thomas uh, Thomas finds his old suit like in the cupboard or something. <laughs> yeah, he does. And and Mary's like, Oh, you're looking nice. And uh, he's like, Oh yeah, I found my old uh whatever. I thought I'd wear it and, and look nice. And she's like, Okay, whatever, leave. Um They're having like a buffet style and then- food, which is great. I love it. <laughs> Oh. So she she tries that. to sit next to uh, she tries to go sit next to Matthew and then Carlos like I've saved you a spot over here and forces her to go and sit with him. Basically, yeah. Ugh. Um, does anything actually happen in this scene? I talk about Lavinia being confused. Oh, um, oh, what's happening? Oh, oh. they're like, oh no. <laughs> This is what happens. It's Lavinia. Lavinia's taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> oh no. Let's go. Let's go see. Richard Carlyle stops Mary. He's like, let him go. Um, you know, let her die without you looming over her. <laughs> <laughs> <Everybody>. Looming. <laughs> <laughs> 
looming <laughs> really looming like, um, like the grim reaper yeah. like, <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah but gosh. she goes anyway and uh, everybody's just like, everyone's in there like yeah. everyone's just like shuffled into this room like sardines like, like she, it's and she's just... dying she's actively dying so uh <laughs> it's not good and she looks like death and she's laying in the bed and um they're like what can we do nothing and matthew is just like having a He's just like, Campania, it's me. And then, oh, I gotta play what she says. It's just, it's too much. It's like, and her oh dying wishes are just insane. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here. Of course I'm here. Tell me, where else would I be? Isn't this better? Really? I don't understand you. You would have to make a hard decision. Be happy. This is not good ASMR. For my sake. Emily, what, you mean ADR? I think she's actually saying this. I don't think it's... <laughs> no, no, I meant like, like ASMR. Oh. Like, you know, people whisper, people oh. whisper. Into your ear. No, it's horrible. I'm, I'm done now. I can't play any more of her squeaky voice. You've got the idea. Are you saying this isn't relaxing? It's not relaxing. <laughs> this is that's, not relaxing. Horrible. that's horrible when she's like, isn't this better? Ugh. Like the writers how, were how like, low... isn't this better? Uh? And we're like, no, writers, you didn't need to kill her off to get her out of the way. Come on. <sighs> Seriously. That's so drastic. But, you know, they're going to go to the most drastic thing, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, we, we've known this from, from, Day one from the first episode, my main gripe with the show is it always goes the the more dramatic path and it's unnecessary. Like, <laughs> like I understand how Lavinia was feeling, but like as her as her dying things to say, it's like you're free now. I'm finally I'm I the burden am dead. You can marry whoever you want. Like that <laughs> that is what she's saying as she's dying, I and know. I'm just like. It's... What's wrong with the show? You're right, Mickey. It is pathetic. It's ridiculous. It's like, like come on. They—they <sighs> they really. But Lavinia has passed. Yeah. She is a. Uh, she is gone. Poor sweet Lavinia, who got who got the shittiest end of every stick. Every single stick, including everybody every thinking stick. she was she was an ugly, even though she is extremely beautiful. So it's uh... so beautiful. <laughs> It really they makes just no make sense. They look so plain. They do that with everyone. Like Anna looks like okay in the show, and then you see her in real life, and she's like, gorgeous. Look, that's the point. I mean, they really, you know, they want them to look like real people. I think they don't want them to yeah. be like all dolled up all the time. It's more realistic yeah. that way. Yeah, you know. So Matthew's walking yeah, around the definitely. house, uh, looking like yeah. a really sad zombie. He's like yelling I mean, yeah. at people. They're taking like, down. What are you his... doing? They're like, down. we have to take down the wedding decorations, sir. He's like, no! Like, Lift them up so I can be in pain! Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, he's basically. grieving. It's it's terrible. And, uh, yeah. you know, Robert's like, well, we're going to use Graspies, the uh, the mortuary, apparently. Great name for mortuary. <laughs> Graspies? <laughs> yes, that's what he said. All right. Um... And they're just like, well, should we invite everybody? And they're like, no, let's just kind of wait. Um, Matthew really is is kind of uh, he's looking like a zombie. He, look, he looks like really pale, like and that he hasn't slept. Like he's got he's got no color in his face. Like I don't. 
He's oh. dark circle from his eyes. I know. Yeah. Poor guy. Like he hasn't been sleeping. Like he looks like a zombie. It's it's really sad. <clears throat> it is. And Mr. Carson's on the mend. Um, it seemed like this Spanish flu situation really was only like a day. Like it kind of was like over and done with within like 48 hours at least. Um, yeah. Which is crazy because, I mean, I feel like it would take a lot longer, but they're like, we got to keep, you know. Got to keep this moving. Cora looks yeah, a I mean, lot better. You'd think, you'd think it would have been like a couple of weeks at least. Well, um, I mean, it doesn't take that long to die, but it's like the, the at least it would have been like a few weeks of maybe the flu. Yeah, like people getting it, people, you know, getting over it over, you know, over the course of several yeah. days, not just like one day. But then Cora right. like is talking to Robert in bed and she puts her hand out and he grabs it. It's like, you know what you've done, Robert. You know what you've done. <laughs> we're all right are you are you all right robert doesn't seem to think so For now because he's been uh, making out with the maid he's lying through his teeth saying of course we are jeez i mean i'd like to say at least he didn't sleep with her but he definitely cared about her which is you know worse i think because he was in, like an oh. emotional <laughs> affair with her you know yeah 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 um ethel's come back Ethel. <laughs> Ethel's come back to tell somebody's watching her baby to tell uh, Mrs. Hughes that she is not going to give up her baby and uh, she's going to keep it, which I think is mm-hmm. you know a good choice. It does depend on what Ethel wants, but she she apparently loves her baby more than we we thought because she literally has not shown any love for that baby. She's always just like carrying it around like it was a nuisance, but. Um, she's clearly thought otherwise and she doesn't want to give up her son. So, you know, good for you, Ethel. Yeah. You're making a, you're making an actual choice in this life. So great job, Ethel. Now leave and please never come back. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Vicky, don't think you don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Vicky. We really don't want her to come Vicky, back. Please tell me she's gone. I need to know right now. I does she, does she come you. back? Do you want to know? No, I don't want to know. Oh, Mr. Bates and Anna are getting married. Yeah, I mean, I don't really need to play this. They just Ugh. let's talk about while this is while this is going on. Let's talk it's about a wedding. Why are you uh, making such a disgusted noises? Let's talk about the, the non-chemistry between these two. So, I mean, I think that Anna gives some really good performances in terms of like her really caring. Like the actress does a really good job of like longingly looking at this man. With the quivering jowls. Um, but I think it's just for him, he's just such a sad dude. It's just like really hard for us to be rooting for them all the time, as we've always talked about many times. And Mr. Bates is always really feeling bad for himself. And he's always down on himself. Like it's just, and it's not very attractive, is all. <laughs> he could do it. She could do so much better. Like so much better. I don't know why she's wasting her time this old sad man because he cares about her like i think she just she's Whatever. never really had a, a guy who listens to her the only <laughs> other guy that was interested in her was mr mosley who's okay Vicky. Right choice. i think out of those two <laughs> yes. she she picked the shinier penny i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna say that right now no one <laughs> or be alone no you know what you know what that's that's probably yeah. even better she seems really happy though she really does she seems to really love him you know and i guess i guess uh showing more love on one side is better than than show than show, showing no love you know it's uh 
It's oh, fine. Jane is back. All right, I'm gonna just play. I'm gonna play what this conversation is because gone out earlier. He's in the dressing room. He went up with your evening shirt. Golly, is that the time? Mm. Actually, can you stay a moment? Mm. I was trying to think how to contrive a meeting, and here you are. You see... I'm glad Lady Grantham's better. Mm, you sure, sure you are. <laughs> and don't worry. Stayed up all night making those... There's no harm done. Making those curses and put them under her bed. <laughs> no harm done yet. They didn't work. <laughs> I'm almost packed. And I've given him my notice. That was a good one, Emily. Oh, that was a good one. Uh. Okay, so she's leaving. She's like, I'm going. And Robert's like, okay. At least Probably let me give best. you some money for the lad. <laughs> that, that's what happens. All right. He's like, here's Freddy. here's some money for your son, um, Freddy. Uh, yep. And um, Maybe maybe he loved Freddy. Like, that was the reason. He just loves Freddy for he's some reason. He's barely met Freddy. He's probably never <laughs> met him. He's probably never met him. He's never met Freddy. No. Maybe he doesn't even exist. Like, it, it's kind of like, does he even exist? Is she just playing him? No, she's not. I mean, she does have a son. But... Nah. Jane's too good. She wouldn't do that. This actress is just... Her you don't piercing... owe me anything. It's not for you. It's for Freddy. <laughs> piercing the <laughs> I think it's so obvious. <laughs> Her it's not always about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this kid will be brought up like a little better with the fact that he got into this good school and, and all that, which mm -hmm. is something that he can give her and she can just go on her merry way. <laughs> um, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's just like... <laughs> All shades of what? fucked up. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, it is. keep going. All right, and then there she's yeah, like, oh, "Let's, let's have a, a last oh, she's kiss." Like, Can I kiss you before I go? In the, the middle fact of the that room, no one's seen seen I, this. I know. I just in the study. Yeah, how, how did they not get caught? I don't how know. Not, yeah, how did they not get caught? It's how, ridiculous. How did Sybil and Branson not get caught? I don't. I don't know. People are uh, the maid. The, the maids and footmen have really lost their lost their touch. <laughs> They're really no. not. They they're really, they're really not sneaking around as much as they used to. Like, what's happening? Come on. Okay, then um, Anna's doing Mary's hair, and Mary's like, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I didn't hear that. You, one. you know what's happening. Um, so Anna's back. Oh, She's right. like, thanks for the half day, Mary. You rock. Um, <laughs> I'm married now, and Mary's like, here, uh, I made you a made you a wedding night chamber. It's pretty cute. Beloved. Yeah. This is a cute for thing for her to do. It it really is adorable that she did this for her. She's like, listen, you guys can, you know, do the consummate your marriage in, in this room. And uh, You're right, Alessandra. It was so sweet that Mary had Jane do this for her. Like, it's just so <laughs> that's sweet. That's she did. It's such, such, such sweet uh, Mary. She approved it. Yeah. Mary approved, approved it. it. So. So, you know. She um, played a role. Yeah. Yeah, and Thomas, oh, Thomas is stuff. <laughs> yep, Carson away. comes in. He's like, "I was gonna check the silver," and he's like, "Already done. Don't even worry about it. Not a spot on it." Look at Tom. I have your job in the bag. Go back to sleep, old man. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the scene. 
That's basically it. Yeah, we like, just thanks, dude, whatever. for for doing a good job this week because we did really need you. And uh, so I guess Thomas is now working for them again. I guess so. Um, Mrs. Hughes is giving so Jane. Did Mrs. Her extra Hughes text. know something because because when Jane says it's probably for the best, yeah, and Mrs. Hughes I is know. like, yeah, probably. I know. I was like, <laughs> like I. <laughs> I did wonder what she meant by did that. Did she know? I don't. I was like really confused. I was like, "Is like, is like it's going to be sad to see you go? You were such a good worker." And she's like, "Yeah, but I probably should. You know, all things considered, probably for the best." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, you're right." And I'm like, "What does that even mean? I, like, yeah, did, but, did you know? Is or are she you going to be happier somewhere her? else? I'm really confused. Okay, I I don't know. I don't know. It's for the best. It's for everyone. Okay. Okay. All right." what simultaneously so much happened in this episode and nothing like there's all these nothing scenes that just go nowhere like this one <laughs> um, what was that vicky I, I would disagree that nothing i think all the moments were just a lot this yeah, episode they're so mm-hmm. really intense like this one of mr bates <laughs> and anna naked in bed um looking at each other Mr. Bates has to also, say something that is demeaning about his situation because he can never not say something demeaning about himself. <laughs> yes, Vicky, what? Also, can we talk about how Anna still calls him Mr. Bates in bed? <laughs> They're it's, married. They're it, in bed. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're married. <laughs> Why are you still calling him that? It's just like Mr. and Mrs. Not, Bennett. Yeah. You know, Mr. Bennett. It, you know, they're always uh, yeah, saying. Did they do that in bed when, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you you think if they were if they were alone, like you know, and and their personal time, like not at work, like yeah, she should definitely be calling him, calling him John. So look at this shot here. We've got we've got Mr. It's Bates so laying on the left and and Anna on the right, and his arm is underneath the pillow, but so is her hand. So it looks like her hand is extending through the pillow, and it's a huge <laughs> band. A huge hand coming out. Yep, yep, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Sorry, I just had to say that. Um, Mr. It's, really, it's really good, really good, good observation, Alessandra. Yeah, you're, yeah. Okay, this is what he says right here. I got him. God, I got, got play. Fucking says this is ridiculous. <laughs> I just hope you don't live to regret it. I couldn't regret it. No matter what comes. I know only that I am now who I was meant to be. I'm not worthy of you, that's all I know. Oh, God. And don't call me names for pulling you into my troubles. Emily's face bombing so hard. <laughs> Mr. Bates, we've waited long enough to be together, you and I. Mr. Bates. And now that we're man and wife. That's very sexual. Can we let that be enough? Just this one night. Yeah, tell him, Anna. Tell him. <laughs> Stop being so apologetic Ugh. and just deal. You're God. married. You, she's with you now. Stop, stop acting like you don't deserve her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, ugh. Yeah. Well, you know, a number one thing you should learn is when a guy says, I don't deserve you in like a very sincere way and is like, I'm not good enough for you. You should listen to him because uh, he's probably right. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, if they're if they're gonna say that, then it's it's probably true. Okay, let's let's be honest. All right, so now we're at the funeral, and it's everybody sad. You know, funeral stuff. Nothing's really going on. Everybody's just in their black, and Matthew looks still very sad. And um, uh, Matthew's standing there, and Mary comes up to him, even though this is not the time. I just, I don't know why she thinks this is the moment that I need to talk to him. He's not in a state. After, I think, uh, oh no, what's happening? So they're heading back. They're talking about Thomas? Yeah, Yeah. just the fact that Thomas is already basically working for them already again. And that's the way it is. No good thinking, we'll Basically. get shot of him now. <laughs> Why doesn't that come as a surprise? Nope. And um, Daisy sees William's dad standing over by his grave, and she's like, well, I gotta go over there now. He saw me. <laughs> it's so <laughs> horrible what she says. He's like, oh, you're probably here a lot more often than I am, because, you know, he probably has to take a train to get here and stuff, and yeah. whatever. Yeah, um, make an effort. And and she's like, oh, I was here for someone else's funeral. I don't visit here, ever. I, I know. <laughs> like, she's like, well, there was another funeral here. Said. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Daisy. Like, I feel like Daisy out just the way she acts is that she outright hated him. Like it's like you didn't hate William. He was a fine person. You you just he was your friend at least. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. not like you you thought he was just a terrible shitty guy and you married him for his money or something like, you know, it's ridiculous. Um okay, we need we need to we need to listen to this. Yes, definitely. This we need to need to talk about this. I can do anything at all. Thank you. I don't think so. That night when we were dancing. Oh god. Lavinia came downstairs. She heard, she. She saw everything. How terrible for her. I'm so sorry. Because of what she saw, she thought we should cancel the wedding. But I belonged with you, not with her. She gave up because of us, she said to me when she was dying. Isn't this better? I know it's a cliche, but I believe she died of a broken heart because of that kiss. And we were the ones who killed her. Oh, Matthew. We could never be happy now, don't you see? (laughs) It's really not that simple. We're cursed, you and I. Oh, no. There's nothing to be done about it. Let's be strong, Mary. Let's accept that this is the end. He's so defeatist. Of course it's the end. How could it not be? Then Carlisle comes up. I'm so very sorry about this. Thank you. Can I walk you up to the house or... Certainly you can. I want you to. 
Lots to unpack there. Um, yeah. Matthew thinks he straight up killed Lavinia, which is uh, 100% not true. And uh, I know Lavinia didn't know that she was going to die, but she could have just kept that to herself for a little bit longer, I think. <laughs> and, and then died. And then maybe he wouldn't think this way. I hated this whole interaction <laughs> i thought it was so ridiculous that the show wrote this i know i was like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah this is a soap opera oh this is why i'm never watching a soap opera ever Not again attic is possible this is the only soap opera i'm ever going to watch ever uh, I was watching this episode and oh. I told Danny, I was like, I wonder how many times Emily's going to say, I hate this show in this episode. <laughs> Have I said it once yet? I, I don't think so. I mean, just like in general, no. just like the stuff that oh. they choose to do. Right. Yes. So uh, let's let's slowly break this down. He says, because of what Lavinia saw, she wanted to cancel the wedding. Makes sense. She saw him kissing another yeah. lady. Yeah. Yeah, okay. not good. Okay. Okay. Not Granted, good. Logical, logical reasoning to cancel the wedding. But then, but then the fact that them kissing, like, and I mean, and Lavinia could have just realized this that he doesn't love me. He wants to be with Mary. That's fine. But she but didn't really that... say that. <laughs> no, she didn't. She, she did didn't. not. She, she was like, this is better. You don't have to choose between us now. One of us is dead. <laughs> and the fact that Matthew thinks that their love is cursed and that they killed someone because of their love. I hate this show. Dramatic, <laughs> <laughs> Emily. Obviously, he's in a state yeah. of shock and mourning. And he's in the, what, what, are, the, what are the phases? What is the it? Grief. Anger. Whatever. It's de like denial, um, yeah, anger, sadness, acceptance. <laughs> you so, know, something like that. Yeah. No, yeah. there's a bargaining. Bargaining. But, yeah. Bargaining. I think. I think he's also looking for reasons now to again push away Mary and sort of let. And the, the fact that Mary agreed with him. Like she's like she's like of course it's over we're cursed we can never be together and then she like turns to Carlisle who she probably only somewhat likes I mean he's an asshole and she's just like yes I love you now let's go off let's go off and walk this way and talk marital plans like I'm just like okay I don't know it I don't know. <sighs> okay then we have a, a slightly better um better scene here um. I'm just going to play it with um, it's because we're almost at the end here. We're really close. I think this is like the last scene. Um, Branson and, and Sybil are talking and um, their, her father comes up to them. Yes. It is swooshy coat. Why are you here? To pay my respects to Miss Wire. And to see Sybil. <laughs> Lady Sybil. Oh, what's the point in all that nonsense? I suppose you'll go to Dublin now. Isn't that your plan? In a day or two. Mama is well again, and I see no reason to delay. Although I do so wish we could have parted friends. 
What about you? Do you want to part, friends? I do. Although I don't expect to. All right. What? Well, if I can't stop you, I see no profit in a quarrel. You'll have a very different life from the one you might have lived, but if you're sure, it's what you want. I am. Cue the music. Then you may take my blessing with you, whatever that means. It means more than anything, more than anything. Okay, so it's pretty clear that the life or death situation has really forced him to come to terms with the fact that there are more important things in life than not talking to your daughter again because of who she marries. Um, and uh, he also is kind of reckoning with his, his choices as well. The fact that he got with the maid and he was like, shit, this is... It's easy to fall in love with somebody, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I need to make some need to make some changes. Yeah, so so this is nice. Yeah, I'm glad they're gonna get to be together. And um, Violet's like they're gonna you've given in, and he's like they're gonna they were gonna go anyway. <laughs> and perhaps we should let Lavania's yeah, last gift to us be a reminder of what really matters. That's that's true. Okay. <laughs> so so in the end, Lavinia's death was both a gift and a curse. Yeah. It's uh, as oh. death is, I suppose. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I, I like this conversation with Violet. She's like, uh, he's like, so what do you think we could make of Branson? Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, you know, he's political. He's a writer. Um, I hear there's a family called Branson somewhere. He could have ties to them. Like, she's already thinking about the possibilities with the Branson being in the family, which I thought was really cute. Yeah, it's 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 sweet, because they're like, well, we have to deal with this now. It's happening. Um, and then there's a nice shot of how they're down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. There's one more. So this is the last scene. <sighs> oh, yes. This Damn is it. Mr. Bates, two scary men are waiting for you in the kitchen or in the in the dining area, whatever. Yeah. Two very uh scary proper looking men have come with handcuffs. Many handcuffs. Don't know what they're gonna do with multiple pairs of handcuffs, but it seems that they've got some plans. Many handcuffs. Hand are like wrist handcuffs, leg handcuffs, ear handcuffs, all of them. Like yeah. they got all of them. They're gonna tie every bit that you have loose down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> loose. I'm getting really loopy here, guys. Uh, we're, we're actually okay. making really good time. Only an hour and a half here. And, That's the uh, usual. Well, with Vicky, I mean, I didn't know how long this episode was going to be. I thought well, it was going to be like Vicky, two it could, hours. Could have gone a lot longer. Um, and then they they're, um, taking, so they're, they're taking them under arrest. Yeah. Um, Anna's like. I love you, my dear husband. Good luck. We knew luck. this was coming. We knew this was coming. Yeah. Good thing we had sex last night. Bye. Good, good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Got that out of the way. Oh uh, gosh, and then Anna's, Anna's, Anna's like lip quivering. <laughs> now it's time for so Anna's job quiver. quiver. Yes, she's great. Um, that's oh. it. That's the that's a really good Damn. end, end yep. shot too. Finale. 
it's a good yeah it's a good one it's it a good is one. so is the christmas special gonna gonna be about like like after what happened here like a continuation or will it be yes. like a different story okay yes the answer yes. is yes okay okay all right um I'm very excited for the christmas episode yes Ooh. very excited me too and uh We'll talk to you in a couple more weeks then, Vicky, to talk about the second one. The next one. Wait, we have to close out. Yes, we, I know. We have to we have to rate the episode. Oh, okay. Um hmm. well out right. of ten or out of out of ten. Uh, out of ten. Uh, Alessandro and I or I will go first so that you can kinda you can kinda see what we do. Um Um Uh Oh, okay. I give this one. <laughs> Really didn't like this episode, so I give this episode three and a half gramophones out of ten. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'll go. Vicky, mm-hmm. if, if if you have something, d- definitely go next. But I'm I'm gonna I need to think about something for a bit. Hmm. Do you like this episode, Vicky? I mean. I do like this episode. Okay, I'll give this eight lip quivers out of ten. Eight? Mm. Because, because, okay, lots of things happen. It's a very pivotal episode mm-hmm. and changes the direction of the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. We have okay, Lavinia's okay. death. We have her baby's arrest. Yep. We have, what else goes on? Them's little affair. Oh, yeah, He's that all playing. Yeah, yeah. Stuff happens for sure. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> it is pivotal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I got mine. All right. <laughs> uh-uh. Um, <laughs> be. um I give this <laughs> I give this episode um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in between um, Alessandra and Vicky's rating because Vicky is right. This is a very pivotal. It's a very pivotal episode. I also didn't like it, so I'm just going to give it four. Um, I'm going to give it four bastard children ult- ult- ultimatums um, out of ten. <laughs> well, bastard. Yeah. Ultimatum. Yeah. Educated, <laughs> educated, privileged when he wants, or life is a bastard. Yep. I think we've had enough of that word for today. <laughs> I love Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> Me too. Thanks for joining us, Vicky. Oh, man. That's enough. Yes, thank you so much, Vicky. I'm so excited to uh, to watch the Christmas episode with you as well and talk about it. Um, really excited. Thank you for thank you for joining us. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please leave us a, a, a you can rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. We are also on Spotify. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, say hello, or have any suggestions for future episodes, or uh, let us know your thoughts on this Downton Abbey episode, you can uh, email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com, or you can comment in our various comment sections on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn and like our page. Um, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our Twitter. It's at By The Popcorn and Instagram at All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we also have merch. And uh, that is it for today. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you, Vicky. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.